Hey everyone, before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. Hello everyone! I am Matthew Thomas. This is Super Cool Radio coming at you from Summit City, 18 miles west of the state of Ohio. That is a very complicated way to say we're in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> My guest this time, you guys were on for the beginning of season three. Now you guys are back on for season four. Currently, they're on their building a legacy tour with City of the Week. Yeah. Please welcome Artifice. What's up? Thanks for having us. We always like being part of Super Cool Radio, man. It's very nice to see you guys again. It's been almost a year can I, that yeah, I've seen you guys. I think so. Yeah, it was November. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, you have a better memory than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we jump into some uh, into everything, because I know we got quite a bit to talk about about the tour and uh, everything you guys have coming up, I'm going to hit you guys with a hard question that I started incorporating this year. So have fun. All right. Uh, what has been the best concert you've either been to or performed at? Oh man. I would have to say performed at definitely Japan when we played with uh, Papa Roach and uh, P.O.D. and Hoobastank and Red Sun Rising and all those guys. Uh, we went and played for the troops in Okinawa at Kadena Air Force Base, and that was the most amazing experience ever. Uh, concerts I went to that were super dope. Uh, I'm always red, always impresses. Uh, issue sounds great live. Those are some of my personal favorites. Uh, I saw Ozzy when I was like 11 years old. That was one of my favorite concerts ever. Still, like, uh, what else? More well, not so recently, but within like the last 10 years, Periphery was really good. I saw them. Uh, I don't really get out that much. Say <laughs> <laughs> that. We're always on tour, so you know. Uh, my pro probably my favorite or best concert I went to was uh, 2007 Project Revolution with Linkin Park, Mike and Michael Romance, Taking Back Sunday. It was just uh, I was like third row. I was like still in high school. I was like geeking out. I got to like fist bump Chester and Mike from from the crowd. So that's probably my uh, the best one I ever went to. Uh, my favorite concert that I've ever been to was probably. The Chariot and the Dillinger Escape Plan. It was very rowdy. I had a, a wonderful time. That was all a bunch of great answers. That was, I really liked Duris Scotty uh, about performing in Japan. That sounded like incredible. Uh, I guess, you know, I haven't answered this question myself. I guess I should. Do you want me? Do it. First concert I've ever been to is Alice Cooper. Oh, that's dope. 
So, and the bar pretty high. Yeah, exactly. And that's just been all down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that was probably my favorite. Or um, I recently saw Smile Up Be Soul live for the first time. Funny story. That was one of my first. That was probably my first concert ever. I was. Uh, me and Scotty were actually at the show, both at the show, and we didn't know each other at the time. But uh, Fuel was playing at Murray State College, and Smile Up Be Soul opened up. So I bought their first record and had that shit on repeat for a hot minute. Also, their drummer will be here tonight. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he just oh, nice. messaged me that he was coming. So nice. Yeah, I, I recently uh, met him and interviewed him. Super nice guy. Oh yeah, cool guy for sure. Well, I'm see now. I'm definitely looking forward to this. It's all now. coming for full circle here, huh? <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, but I did want to talk about since you guys are about to wrap up the Building a Legacy tour. I believe you got like three or four dates. I want to say after this, um, how has the tour been going, and how has it been touring with City of the Week? It's been a lot of fun. the The first couple weeks were strenuous because we were all going through like. Florida, Louisiana, and Texas, and all the hot areas, and our generator decided it didn't want to work. So, if you can just imagine all of us crammed in here with no AC, and uh, oh man, you're talking some really happy mornings, you know, and and just like really positive attitudes the whole time, you know, it was glorious. Other than that, though, I mean, the shows have been dope. It's it's cool that uh, you know. Through all COVID and everything, as an artist, you get worried, you know, are people still going to come out? Are they going to even remember us? Because there's been this huge gap, you know? But, you know, we, we get on stage every night, and all of a sudden you start picking out all these faces. And you're like, man, I haven't seen them in a few years. I haven't seen them in a couple years. And it's nice to see all those people coming back and being part of this again. Oh, definitely. I know, um, as I said, it's been over almost a year since I've seen you guys. And I know that show was a little bit different because it was only you and another band. But... uh since then, I'm like, I want to see you guys again, and it, I had to wait almost a year, but I'm definitely excited to see you guys again tonight. Now you get to see us with the new guy. That's right. Tell us a little about you, Steve. My name's Steve, and uh, uh, I play drums. No, um, I, I joined the band about six months ago. Uh, I found out that their drummer had left, and a mutual friend of ours, Marty from The Lonely Ones, had, had asked me if I wanted to you know, meet Scotty and, and, you know, audition for the band. So I was, I was all over it and got in. This is my second tour with them. And it's been, it's been really fun. How has it been? Cause I know artifice has a extremely high, like work rate that they are, they have a high work ethic. Yeah. How was it, uh, uh, fitting in with that? Well, me, myself, like from, I, I came from Columbus. I, I, I was, I always kind of looked at myself as a worker too. Um, it's just, I, I couldn't, um, like find like a group that wanted to like do the same things. And then, when I joined this band, like the their schedule and like how they operate and like me learning the songs was like very militant and like very like uh it was like ten to six every day for like five weeks. <laughs> so like it was it was very um it was it was one of those things where like it, I had a limited time but thankfully like they're patient dudes and they're professional and they, they let me uh you know learn at my own rate and you know. So it was. You it was asked fun. him about work ethic, and work ethic is what got him the job. Yeah. Because uh, he was emailing and texting and calling constantly. Like, even when it wasn't sure that he was going to get the job, like, he was still, you know, pushing to get in that spot. So yeah. we were like, we were like, damn, we got to give this guy. Uh, I, I sent him, a, I sent him an email because uh, they, they had originally, like, we're going to go with a different direction. Uh, and, uh, which is, which is, you know, how it goes. And, uh, I was just like, all right, fine. as a final Hail Mary, I'm just going to send him an email and give him 10 reasons why they should hire me. And, uh, you know, because I, I told Scotty in the beginning, like, my work ethic won't be matched. And, like, I, I, if I want something bad enough, I'll get it. You know, I'll do the work. And He got him in the door. And yeah. 
then after for the following like what two months when we were grilling the songs and trying to get him tour ready it persists or persisted to be a thing that he had to lean into because like he said we were hard asses yeah. you know about the drums and all that stuff and yeah. i don't know that anybody else could have done it honestly like nobody would have been as patient yeah. and committed as he was i don't think i could have done that job coming, coming from columbus i had i kind of made a name for myself as like a fill-in drummer so I, a band would give me their set or like however many songs they needed for that night and i would learn them but it wasn't so like on the nose like how artifice wants wants it because like the parts that they have we're like they, no the snare goes on the e of three exactly yeah <laughs> so like you know where most bands where i came from they're just like you know get the get the changes right get the kick snare patterns right and then as far as the fills go just kind of do your thing to make sure it's on time with these dudes they're like no we need it to be like so i'm like watching videos of the old drummer even had their old drummer like send me like uh, a step-by-step -step tutorial on how to play a part in a song because we couldn't figure it out because like it was just so much like going on so i scotty recommend that i reached out to jared and he was nice enough to put together like a three-step video for me on how to get the part so like everybody around just like the whole group was just super um like embraceive and like it was it was awesome we found the right guy i think so too i think so too well it definitely sounds like and i know you guys you know, second tour uh, as a band now and i know you guys uh had a really great interview with my friend uh, Eric Elliott. Also, you guys. Oh friend. yeah, yeah. Uh, really awesome dude. I really liked his interview with you guys. I know that was your first tour yeah. with them. So I did want to talk about since I interviewed Modern Mimes recently. Okay, yeah. I did want to we talk. We call them Modern Moffs. <laughs> <laughs> now I did want to talk about. Uh, I believe it was one of the. It was the tail end of the tour uh, about them joining on joining you guys on stage in their underwear. What, what was your uh, reaction to that? There's nothing, there's nothing I can say about that. That's pretty. Okay. That, that was, uh, well, like, uh, so the original plan was, I think, was we were going to try to prank them. We normally do. Yeah, we normally do. And yeah. I guess we did it. So like what, what the original plan, we were going to, we were going to start pulling pieces of Justin's drum set off the stage one by one at the, at the last song, but then we didn't do it for whatever reason. So we just thought, okay, we'll, we'll figure something else out. And then we play our set. And everyone but their singer, obviously, got on stage in their underwear, and yeah, it was really shocking. Steamy. It was shocking, but I'll admit, like you know, Ernesto's got a nice butt. Hey, that dude's ripped, man. Yeah, that dude's that dude's jacked, bro. The weird thing was, I was so into the show and like focused on the crowd that I didn't even know what was going on at first, and I was just like, I felt something weird was happening, you know. And I turned around, and I'm like, oh. There's almost naked dudes on stage with us right now. Let's go. <laughs> now, the, the, the best comment from them about that was that you guys didn't miss any note while they were on stage. They said they were very impressed by that. Hey, we spent a lot of time around half-naked dudes, all right? Like, it's nothing out of the norm. <laughs> Man, that, uh, well, you know, that kind of transitions into my next question. Kind of well, actually. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. wonder what that one is. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find out right now. So this tour for you guys is building a legacy. And I did want to talk about, obviously, you have a song called Legacy. But I did want to talk about, have you guys ever thought, like, what Artifice's legacy is going to be? Every day. All day, every day. I wonder about that. I think that's probably what haunts my, my every waking thought, actually. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I lose more sleep over that than <laughs> any other worldly problem. But, uh... That being said, it's funny that you asked that because the place we're playing, Stan's room, and on all of the logos underneath it, it says where legends are built. And literally earlier today, I looked at one of the guys, I was like, I hope that's a good sign, man. I hope we're a legend in the making. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man, I think that's it. Like, you know, we don't have any, uh, we're not looking at this like we're just going to get rich. We're, you know, we're, 
we've been around this business long enough that uh, you know we're not we're not really expecting to be making like you know some Backstreet Boys money, you know. But we're just trying to leave our mark on the on the music world and and have people you know wanting to listen to our music uh, long after we're gone. Well, you guys, you're definitely in it for the right reasons, obviously, because if you're just in it for the money, it usually you guys burn out. You know, usually Stopped people a long time ago. <laughs> Damn straight, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, you guys are very passionate about the music. It shows, obviously, in the studio work, but also seeing you guys live that um, you guys just you just kill it every time I see you guys. And I know you guys are, um, you, you just have a great sound to your music and also that you're very professional every time. You know, either I've talked to people like Modern Mimes or I've seen you guys, you guys are always nice, courteous, and professional. And I think that is totally awesome. Thanks. It's not always easy. But, well, we, but I think that at the end of the day, like, we just, this is... This is who we are, you know, so we want to always represent ourselves as as members of Artifice, whether we're out grocery shopping, whether we're at Walmart or whether we're on stage. Like we, Those are really important are. qualities and traits to have in any industry, but specifically one full of artists and passionate people. You've got to be able to be kind, but also a level of professionalism is required. So we just try to be down to earth. Like we're not, you know, acting like rock stars to try to do anything like that. Like we're just dudes who rock. That's it. So... Sadly, sometimes uh, the hard work of this uh, and, and the professionalism can come across the opposite ways because you tend to hold people accountable for the things that they, they say they will do. And, uh, and then now you're the, you're the bad guy for just saying, hey, what happened there? Why, why is this not happening? You know, and you can take the nice approach and we try to always, but sometimes it always doesn't come off that way. But we always try to put our best foot forward. Yeah, it's weird you're the bad guy when you hold people accountable for stuff. They said they're isn't it weird? It's weird. <laughs> I've had that too. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you didn't gonna do what you said you're gonna do? That's weird. <laughs> but I, I did also want to talk since we, we mentioned about the live show as well. Um, for you guys, do you have a favorite song to perform live? I've always enjoyed playing "Drowning with You." I think that will always be one of my favorite songs to do live, and. Uh, I think it's all it's always been a part of the set, has it not? I was just saying this last night. Not only has it always been a part of the set, but since we released that song and that record, it has been the second song in the set list forever. It has never moved spots. Hmm, that's different. I never it's thought about it that way. Right after the first song. I would say it was cut me out, but now that I finally learned Legacy, like I feel like such a badass when I play it. <laughs> I just like I feel like such a beast when I play it and like the look on all the other drummers' faces when they watch me, they're just like what it is yeah. a funky drum song it is really crazy and uh it makes me look cool when i play it too so I, like <laughs> I don't know why i think mine might be um blood for blood it's like a lot of hard work but uh the instrumentals are really fun and it's kind of like a party jam on stage everybody's smiling and getting it up so it's really fun yeah that one's really fun too except for that i tend to throw up eight out of ten times that we play it <laughs> you kind of know where it's happening at this time. my uh stage left brethren and i both like resurrect me that's our favorite to play are you speaking for him now it's just uh high energy i get to be heavy and then you know during the verses it get to be groovy yeah like it's just uh it's a trip so you guys probably get mad a lot when i cut that one in the middle of the show huh? because it took me forever to learn that damn thing it's like well i got it now i just want to like do it Oh, you got it now? Okay, we're going to cut that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, and I, I did want to tell, well, I guess 
Honestly, well, I saw you guys last year, and that was around the time of when Reflection was released, so you guys were playing that. Um, I really like Safe. It's one of my favorite yeah, songs yeah. by you guys. I know we, we talked about that in the last interview. Yeah. So uh, are you guys playing that tonight? Uh, I don't know about tonight. It's it's on the fence. It's right. on the fence. Well, if I, sl- if I slip you uh, a couple Washingtons, will you do it? A couple Washingtons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're talking. I'll do anything for two McChickens. Yeah, the fun thing really with Reflections is we've been like... Uh, kind of slow leaking all the songs even though all the songs are now available on streaming and stuff like we're still dropping new music videos we are still going to continue to after this tour we're going home and recording two new music videos for uh, Hollow in the Dark and uh, you know and as we drop those we'll be adding those into the set and now now it's getting to a point uh, when we go on tour we're like we have so many songs like what do we play it's a good problem to have, though. It's I like that way better than having to play the same songs because you don't have enough. <laughs> for sure, we we toured on the Inhuman set list for like a, six years, like a very long time. <laughs> six years, yeah. Well, it is a good problem to have. About you, you guys uh, can really bust out any of the songs you want. You can always change up the set list. You can keep it fresh, and uh, give people a really good experience as well. Now, uh, before, I, you, obviously, you talked about uh, some of your upcoming plans. I do got one more question, and then we're going to talk about the upcoming plans, and we'll wrap it up. All right. So, um, you guys, you've uh, toured with, uh, you've had some shows with Nonpoint, uh, Pop Evil, and now currently City of the Week. Is there any bands you want to tour with that you have not yet? Nothing more. There's a lot of them, honestly. I could go on forever, but uh, Seven Dust, um, you know, Metallica. Deftones. Deftones. <laughs> that would be sick. Deftones. 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 Always. I will always lobby for that. It doesn't matter. I already know who Mikey's going to pick, so I will speak for him again. Uh, he wants to tour with the Gazette. <laughs> yeah, Deftones. Manifesting it now. Nothing oh, more. nothing more. All right, well, Johnny, come on, man. I feel like with nothing more, not only do I love their music, but I feel vibe and energy-wise that we fit better with them than just about anybody. And I think that would be an electric show. I definitely agree with that. That like as soon as you said that, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Not, not only would you guys put because they have a killer show too. Oh man, they're insane. Oh yeah. So I do hope that happens, and I do hope I'm there for one of those shows because I know it would be amazing. Well, when you get to interview and be like, "Yo, Johnny, I know who you need to have on tour with you, my dude." <laughs> I'll put in a good word for you guys. Or if someone wants to make that happen, who's ever watching, listening, make please it happen. make that happen. All right, as I'm wrapping up this interview, I got one more thing, one more piece of business to discuss. And uh, as you kind of talked about, you guys got some music videos coming up. What's kind of 2023 looking like for Artifice? So when we get home, we're taking the, after this tour, we're taking the rest of the year off from touring. Uh, we're going to spend the rest of the time, like I said, making some new music videos, writing, recording, getting some new music to release in 2023. What we really aim to do uh you know for, for here on out is be able to get more content and more music to people more more regularly uh one thing we realized with inhuman was we had a very long break between inhuman and reflections and we want to make sure that we're that we're feeding our fans as much new music as possible without sacrificing the integrity of the art and what we want to sound like well and, you know, a lot of that coming out of the Inhuman phase, some of it was our fault on the delay of new music, and a lot of it wasn't. COVID hit, 
And we went through probably three different versions of the record where we recorded it and wrote it and did it over again because for whatever reason we weren't happy with it. And so, managers and uh, labels. And, yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So we spent, you know, six years, which is like Chinese democracy type, you know, links between records trying to get this record ready to release. And it's our goal to make sure that that never happens again. <laughs> well, I do. And I know it seems like you guys are starting to get like actually into the groove of what are you what you want artifice to be yes I, I think now you can really build off you know reflections into the new music as well well a lot of a lot of our time as a band you know in in this industry specifically has been trying to find ourselves and our business identity as a band musically and you know the creative side of it we've always been kind of working towards the same goal but when you go through all the trials and tribulations that we have you you learn a lot and uh, the experience is something that we're really trying to learn how to yield and we're wield, I guess I should say, you know, to, to help us find those better opportunities and make those larger strides. Well, I definitely look forward to it. I know you guys have some great stuff ahead of you. I definitely look forward to rocking out with you guys tonight and look forward to seeing you again in 2023, wherever that may be. But Hopefully I here. <laughs> hey, where, hey, wherever. And maybe on tour with nothing more, too. So Let's make go. it happen. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Always a great time. And we're going to rock out tonight later today. But make sure to check out Stream Support. Give a like to Artifice. I'll drop some links in the description as well. Check out the album Reflections as well. And all the cool music videos because there's always cool music videos by Artifice. Super cool radio is the best. That's all I got to say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> for all of Artifice, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching this. This is Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. Chill.